0: what's going on on my spotify members anchor members breaker members apple podcast members for all you people out there that are listening on any other wavelength see jizzle and the whistle here to bring you episode two of the night it is saturday july 10th I just got done with an episode about uh fighting and uh when to fight, when to walk away, and, uh, different martial arts, uh, fighting styles and whatnot, um, I can go on and on about that for hours, I mean, I can tell you that my favorite thing to do, besides choking people out, is throwing elbows into people's eyes, You throw an elbow into somebody's eye, it's either going to cut them open or bruise their eye really bad. It's a lot more efficient to bash somebody with your elbow than to bash them with a fist, in my opinion. So, it's a lot more stronger. I know a lot of people took a lot of falls when they were a kid on their elbows. They're really strong. So, but anyways, we're not here to talk about fighting anymore. uh we're here to talk about other things like van life and boat life and so on and so forth now that's another good reason why I want to start boat life is because well, van life is the same way, but you could be out in the middle of nowhere and nobody knows where you live because your address is different every day so Um, You might be living somewhere one week, but next week you're gone. I find that really, I really like that. So, I like having different neighbors every day, but also having no neighbors at all, if you want. That's that's a good feeling. So, that's what kind of drew me towards van life and boat life was I'm a really solitary individual. I love my solitude. Um, Kind of a mix between an introvert I guess you would say and an extrovert. Kind of right in the middle but I'm more of an introvert. I'm uh, not really good around big crowds in person but I'm good around big crowds on a podcast or on a live video. So there's a difference. I have what they call Asperger's Syndrome which is a really uh, mild case of uh, autism and some people don't find out that they have it until their thirties which is whenever I really put the puzzle pieces together but I have a touch of dyslexia as well. so. When I'm at work, somebody's total might be 1072, and I tell them it's 1027. You know, I do that all the time. And at first, I thought that it was just because I was overworked and I was tired. And but it's been more common here lately. So same thing with my social skills. People that have Asperger's syndrome, they seem kind of like they're an introvert. They don't like p- looking people in the eyes. Um, other things, they, they fiddle around with things with their fingertips when they're talking to people. Or they'll stare off into space while they're talking to people. I do that all the time. Um, and they really lack in social skills for that reason. You know, they don't have the same social skills as anybody else. They don't like to stare people in the eyes. They're really kind of like the black sheep. So. But there is a difference between a kid that has full-blown autism and somebody that has Asperger's syndrome, in my opinion. So, there's ways to deal with it and work around it um, the best way to battle that is to do the exact opposite, uh, like with me, it's really hard to talk to people, it's really hard to look people in the eyes, so I found that the best therapy for that is to try to look people in the eyes when I talk to them, you know, seems to help, so, uh, Anyways, I've been really following people about van life and shit for a while now. But I've been also researching here lately about people that live on boats, and it's kind of the same thing as van life, but I think it's better because I mean you don't get to you don't get to live in the forests and shit. But, you're out in the middle of nowhere and nobody knows where you're at. And it's the same thing when you're camping in the forest miles and miles away, nobody knows where you're at, you're in the middle of nowhere, you're kind of all on your own. Um, But the difference is, when you have a boat, you can go anywhere you want in the world. You know, I mean, you can sail over to Europe, sail over to uh, Asia, wh- wherever you want to go. You can go. <coughs> and um, you can't really do that with a van. So there's a difference. You know, <coughs> it'd be awesome to have both. That way you can go and sail over to such and such over to the UK for a month and stay over there and then come back Uh, and then you go to harbor and pull it up on a boat ramp and you take it back home to whatever state you live in I thought about doing that taking little treks here and there there's so many places over in Norway and Italy that I want to see that it's not even funny and there are so many places down in the Caribbean like the Bahamas and Turks and Caicos and the Florida Keys that I want to I want to see you know and I'm I'm not just talking about passing through you know I want to actually stay there for a week at a time and enjoy it you know so These people, all they gotta worry about, they've got a sailboat and they've got an electric propulsion system on it. And they've got the solar panels up top, and they've got, like I said before, like fifteen batteries or more. It's got plenty of plenty of power. And even if your power was to run out while it's cloudy or you're in a storm you could still resort to using like a little small propane stove and going without electricity maybe for you know, a day or whatever. But other than that, you don't have to pay rent. You don't have to pay for gas. You don't have to pay for insurance if you don't want. Um... So it's just so much more freedom in my opinion yeah it's great to see all the things in america that i haven't seen yet but i can see those any day of the week you know i can come back to america anytime that i want and continue seeing different shit that i never saw before but i mean how often do you get a chance to sail over Across the seas and experience different countries and I've always wanted to go to South America French Guyana area uh, always wanted to see that there's a lot of different forts in the Caribbean especially off the Keys and stuff Um that were part of the American territories. I wanna see those. You know, there's so many things. I wanted to go over and see Paris. You know, I could take a take my boat over there, put it in a port, put it in a dock, and buy a rental car somewhere and drive to Paris. Instead of taking a fucking plane and paying $2,000 or whatever to take a plane. it is just so much more fun it's just so much more fun being out there you know i'm let me tell you i am a i'm the type of guy that i don't swim in murky waters and i don't like swimming with sharks obviously i don't like swimming with big whales or anything that's big enough to eat me pretty much but i will if the, if the water is clear enough i will get in the water and you know i'm not going to get in there without a diving knife and other tools and precautions that i need to take but i will get in there and in the bahamas there's so many different beaches and cays or coves whatever you want to call them that um are perfect for that you know you can literally it's like knee deep all the way up to waist deep even even further than waist deep you can see all the way the all the way to the bottom you know you can see the anchor that you just dropped, you can see the sand, you can see everything, probably even twenty foot deep. And it's mainly around places that have, like, reefs and stuff, because the reefs are like the water filters of the ocean, you know. Uh, But anyways, these places, they don't have any reefs around them necessarily, but they're not too far away. And I really need somebody to be a deckhand when I go out on this boat. I really need a partner to go out there with me. So, in between now and the time that I get my boat and fix it up and get it ready, if I don't find anybody, if I don't find a mate or a girlfriend, then I'm going to see if I can find a roommate or something that wants to to uh, go out there with me, so... Got a few people in mind. It probably wouldn't be hard to convince them. I mean, who doesn't want to sail across the seas and see uh, other countries, you know? And like I said, we've got enough food on board to last us for six months. Or more. And to get across the Atlantic, it probably takes about... 17 to 20 days so not even a month to get across the Atlantic and then back would be about two months maybe two and a half months worth of food so you would still have enough food on board to last you three more months probably so And I'm all about somebody that loves to go and try different foods, different cuisines, you know. And I've always wanted to go to Japan, and I think it would be awesome to go to Japan and bring back some food that is native to Japan to have on the ship while I'm staying on it, you know. Maybe I uh, park my ship at the dock and I go in, take a train downtown, and I get to play all the arcade games for a week. I come back get on my ship and I leave, you know. That's what I want. I want total freedom. And some of those countries, like China, I'm never going to go to China, but some of those countries have got to watch out because... You might go there, and you might never come back, so... But... I can can see myself definitely owning a boat, a sailboat, and traveling the world. And before, I was the type of guy that you couldn't even catch me on a sailboat. You know, first of all, you got all the work that it takes to keep the sails going, and It just seemed like too much work to me in the past. It's not that hard, you know. And then it was, oh, well, I don't want to get stranded out there in the middle of nowhere and starve to death, you know. That's what, everybody has this vision that they're going to get out there and get stranded. And there's radios. There's, uh, you know, if you're smart, you'll have a dinghy or a little boat that you can ride in. It's not like, um, sudden death, you know, a lot of people think if I go out there, I get in a storm, I'm going to get in a wreck and I'm going to die, you know, (laughs) it's not that way, so, especially if you have a ship that's over 30 foot long, like, over 25 to 30 foot long, you don't have anything to worry about when it comes to waves or storms. honestly that's kind of the whole point why I want the boat is so I can go out in it in a storm um... I've seen people do it before in the past and they got waves that are thirty foot waves uh... fifty mile fifty knots worth of wind uh... which is really fast and um they're just uh, bobbing along you know didn't didn't see any of the boats sink that went through hurricanes so anyways there's kind of a certain method if you get online on YouTube and you type in sailing uma U M A Uma you'll find a guy that tied off in a hurricane and survived it and it's all about how you anchor out your ship you know if you face your boat towards the waves you're gonna just go over it normally like you would any other waves but if you put your boat sideways towards the waves then you're gonna be bobbing back and forth like you know so there's ways around it and you have to know as a captain or a skipper of the ship, on what's the best way for us to get through these waves. So, when you're going to other countries and you're crossing different oceans, you want to know what's the fastest way we can get there and cut through these waves, you know, the fastest way that we can. And that's what these people do on these um, sailboats, you know. most sailboats are not electric powered they're diesel powered and they have a certain, they have a tank and once that tank runs out of gas you're you're kinda screwed you gotta rely on sails and those diesel engines are so loud and they're so inefficient you know so ideally if you had two electric motors on board you can get through those waves like butter and you'd have plenty of power to do it so what I'm gonna be looking at after I look for a van is a boat from the salvage yard And you can find some pretty good boats that are in the 70s and 80s. And yeah, they don't have to be brand new boats. Fix them up, refit them, put some different equipment on them, you know, and uh, works like a charm so anywho that's kinda gonna be a long time from now probably like within the next five to ten years maybe But. I'm 40 years old and I get to sail the world that's all that I can ask for you know I'd love to be 40 years old and be able to sail the world maybe I get another 20 years to be able to see as much shit as I can you know because that's really the whole point you know when you live life is to see and do as much as you can before you die and nobody else is gonna be able to get me there to do it if I don't get a boat you know let's say um, you wanna go to Italy okay it's two thousand dollars to get there and you get home and you're like oh Italy was fun but now I wanna go see um, Iceland well it's about fifteen hundred dollars to get there you know, oh, Iceland was fun, but I want to go to the Bahamas. Well, it's about $1,000. You know, so by the time that you spent all this money on plane tickets, um, you spent so much money that it's not, you could have owned your own boat, you know. And not only that, but you didn't really get to experience it that well either. You flew into the airport, you stayed at a hotel, but you're going to get more of an experience if you park your you get to see all the uh you take your boat into port and you dock it and then take a uh cab to a hotel or whatever you're going to be able to see a lot more shit and experience a lot more wildlife and scenery than if you would just fly in somewhere so anyways just makes more sense to me to own a boat and um, I don't know what I would call it yet but I have thought about das boot das boot means the boat in German there was an actual movie about it in, in the older day, but <laughs> anywho, I don't know I just know that it would be really awesome, really fun it'd be an experience of a lifetime and a lot of those lightning storms that come in those thunderstorms that come in on the ocean are really something to see and you can't just see it alone you have to have people that wanna see it with you you know it would be really awesome to be able to take my sister on a cruise and my nephews and stuff to other countries and all of us can have a vacation together that would be awesome for free you know they, they don't have to know anybody that has a boat to get to France because I'm the boat that gets to France it would it'd just be completely awesome so and it would give me a lot of time to bond with my nephews my niece it'd give me a lot of time to Teach my brother in law about boating. So it would just be an all around good experience. And I can't wait until I actually start it. So. It's gonna take a little bit of time. It's gonna take a little bit of time. I'm not gonna lie. But. I don't care. It's what I wanna do. So. And I've always talked about finding my true love somewhere. Oh, she lives in another state, like Nevada, or but you never know; she might live in another country. So, Lord, and really sneeze. But yeah, you just don't know. You just don't know what things look like. You don't know if your your uh, wife is living in another country right now. Just think about waking up every day and not having to go to work. And you just wake up and you go out there and you see white sandy beaches and oh man, that is the fucking dream. And you ain't gotta worry about rent, and you ain't gotta worry about gas or anything, cause it's all electric. Solar panel goes out or whatever, you can have an extra one on board. Or you can go, uh to the nearest town and whatever country you're in and buy a new solar panel I guess, I don't know. <laughs> Either way, I think it'd just be really dope. And before I was against people that sailed, you know, I thought sailboats were trash, I thought, oh, you know, kind of like a certain society or something, but After I started watching people that are actually sailing, I was like, man, that's what the fuck I want to do, you know? And it'd be, like I said, awesome to stay around here and live van life and see the Grand Canyon and live out of your van. That's all great and dandy too, but I don't know. I just want to see as much shit as I can before I die. I feel like God put us here for a reason, he gave us all this beautiful stuff, to admire. (coughs) All these natural wonders and shit, and if we don't take advantage of that, then that's your own problem. All these people that sit around on their ass and they never save any money to do nothing, and blow it all on crack. Never left your own hometown for a reason. Hmm. me I choose not to leave this town because I've lived here my whole life and it's my home so but if I was to go out on the open ocean and live van life oh 10 years from now you know, I'm out in the middle of the Caribbean or the Maldives or whatever. I'm going to look back and I'm going to say, this isn't my home. You know, no matter what, it's never going to feel like home, being out on that open ocean. My home is here, where I grew up. You know, I've, I've spent 30 years of my life here. I spent a quarter of my life in this city. So, this is home. But I need to get away. I need to get away and experience things, and see things, do things, and make a difference. You can't see things and do things when you're stuck here. It's kind of like... A a whale or a dolphin that's at a zoo. They're stuck in that little fucking cage. And they need to be out in the open ocean. And that's pretty much what I'm waiting to do. I'm ready. I'm ready to be out in the open ocean. So, I want to see it all. I want to do it all. I'm ready to be free. You know, so that's the way that I see things I've been stuck in this aquarium for 30 years I need to break free and I need to get out there in open waters I'm not quite ready yet to do that but it's really close so in that sense I'm really excited for what my life is gonna bring me within the next 10 years and 10 years ago I would have never said that 10 years ago I was like <laughs> what the fuck you know fuck life I wanna die you know what's the point in life you know but now I can get ten years more added on in my life is a that's worth more than gold. Time is everything to me now. So there's a lot of a lot of things that <coughs> you can see. There's a lot of things you can do, but there's also a lot of things that you can be cut short of. Life is not fair. So. Somebody like me that smokes cigarettes and shit like that. Don't eat the best. I don't expect that I live past 60 years old. If I live past 60. I'm going to be forever grateful. I mean, I hope, I plan that I'm going to live past 60. But do I really think that that's going to happen? No. No. So, I'm already 30. I'm already halfway past my life. So, I want to enjoy it. I want to enjoy it. I want to stop fucking being miserable. That's the whole reason why I wanted to start van life. Not because, oh, I'm saving money on rent. Or, oh, I don't have any neighbors, I get to do whatever I want. Or, oh, if I want to take my fucking van on vacation somewhere, I've got, my backyard can be anywhere, you know. It's not about all that. It's about the freedom, and, I don't know, like, I don't know. I can sit here for hours and hours and hours and talk about van life. But, if you don't really get it, then you're never going to get it. Same thing with sailing. You know, some people just won't ever be good sailors. They don't want to leave the land. They don't want to go see other countries. They don't want to be on a boat. They're scared of water. They, you know... And me... I love to stare death in the face. I love staring death in the face. I don't know why, whether it comes to tornadoes or hurricanes or storms, I love it. And when I'm out on those open oceans and those open waters with 30-foot waves slamming around, I'm going to love every minute of it you know i mean uh, i'm going to feel like i'm in danger i'm going to feel like it's a rush you know i mean i'm not going to be scared and i feel like that's what it all boils down to live life to the fullest the ultimate rush and Make the best out of it because when you're too old and you can't fucking sail the ocean and you can't see shit, you're going to be laying in a bed wishing that you fucking did, you know? It's that simple. You only have so long to live. And you're going to be looking back and you're going to say, Man, I really wish I would have got a sailboat, you know? And meanwhile, there's been people that have already sailed all the seas and seen all the countries and did this and did and you're sitting there saying, oh, I wish I would have bought a sailboat, you know. It's crazy to sit back and say, I'm scared of the water. I'm not going to go see the rest of the world because I'm scared of the water. Or... I'm never going to own a sailboat because it's just too hard to drive and too much to maintain and, you know. So you've already told yourself, I can't do it. And I'm not the type of person that likes that. Um, there's no such thing as I can't. So. Anywho. I want to see it all. I want to do it all. So, I guess you can call me an explorer, I mean, I'm an adventurist, I love seeing shit, doing shit, you know, uh, meeting new people, trying different things, I'll try anything at least once. More than likely, unless it's in Japan, they got a lot of weird shit. (laughs) But I will probably try it at least once. I tried calamari for the first time at Outback, uh, not Outback, Olive Garden, and they have a certain little dipping sauce that comes with it, and it's breaded, deep fried, and at first I I didn't think that I liked the calamari, but I tried it, and Olive Garden has some pretty good calamari, um, if it's cooked right, and the dipping sauce just makes it even better. But kind of tastes like bacon, except like a seafood bacon. It's kind of chewy, a little bit, kind of crispy. Depends on how you cook it. I like mine a little bit crispier, but um, it all depends on how they cook it. Um, anyways, there was a uh, a guy that I watched on YouTube that was sailing on a boat and he caught his own fish and shrimp and stuff but he caught this monster ass shrimp almost like a uh, bigger than the size of your hand like um, I don't know he said the tail on it was like a pound and a half so over 20 ounces and that's a huge lobster tail but it looked more like a shrimp to me. It looked more like a giant shrimp to me but he said it was a lobster so anyways the people that he had to go with to go get this lobster they had to go into this hole this big giant blue hole and swim to the bottom in order to get it. And I said, oh no, I'm not doing that. But I will pay somebody to go get me some lobsters from down there. And, uh, who knows, that might be what he did too, but. To be able to have a few of those on board of the ship, frozen, and some fish that I can freeze on there, and. Other odds and ends and canned goods that I can store on there, I could be set for six months easily, easily. So I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to start not only saving up for van life, but for boat life. And, um... Like I said, it's gonna be a while from now, I gotta, within the next couple years, I gotta save up for van life. Um, not just the money for the groceries and shit that I'm gonna buy throughout the year and everything, but I gotta to save to buy another van. And I've already had it in my uh... budget where after I'm done paying for All the necessities and stuff and insurance and gas and all that I should only be paying like I should be able to save like 15 grand a year so I can have brand new Dodge ProMaster bought in almost two years so we're gonna see how that turns out I also want to get into paramotoring A lot of people don't know about it um, it's really something it's really something kind of awesome uh, it's basically a big fan on your butt and you have a paraglider wing and you can take off like an airplane from pretty much anywhere you know but they're pretty expensive they're pretty costly just for the engine alone, I think it's like 10 grand. It's like another $2,000 at least for a wing. And, um, you know, you kind of gotta know what the fuck you're doing. So, it take a lot of practice. You don't need a pilot's license or anything to fly one. Um,. But like I said, there's a lot of power lines around. There's trees around. There's planes that fly in and out. You could end up being a hazard. So and if you don't know how to maneuver your uh paramotor a certain way, then yeah, you'll end up another statistic. Yeah. So it can be a very deadly sport but it can be an, a very beautiful sport something that's very relaxing you can go up early in the morning when the sun's coming up and you can drink your cup of tea and come back down and there's nothing like being over the clouds it, it, I, would, I would say it's like being on a whole other planet you have like this out-of-body experience And it's really relaxing for an hour at a time or whatever, you know, I mean, always wanted to be able to fly, and since I was a kid, and so me having a boat and a van and a paramotor is going to allow me to be able to see the air, the sea, and the land so that's pretty much what i'm focusing towards i want to end up with some property and in arizona or nevada somewhere which is where i'm going to make my home base and that's where i'm going to park my rig while i'm out on my boat or that's where i'm going to park my boat when i'm out on my rig and i'm going to have cameras all around there make sure i have a gps set on them so if I'm out at sea and somebody steals my rig, then I can find out where they are. So, not only that, it's gonna be really hard to be able to break into my compound and do that. So, and if you live in Texas, the trespassing laws are so severe there that if you get caught trespassing on somebody's property, it's automatically a year in jail. So. not saying that I'm going to move to Texas necessarily but I love that so if it's posted that it's your private property and somebody ends up on it or they're hunting on it or yeah I think they should go to jail so we'll just have to see when the time comes. Well, time to smoke some more weed. So I had the day off today, but it wasn't very uh, eventful, there's not a lot of shit that went on today, but at least I'm sitting back home and I'm relaxing and got a nice white garlic butch's pizza that I'm going to put in there in a little bit, shove my face with it. Got a little bit of weed to smoke, you know, so I'm not doing too bad. I've been worse. I'm paying more money a month than what I used to. I used to pay $500 a month. I'm paying $650 a month now. And I'm still living better than what I used to. So I'm not really worried about that, but... I am worried about having the money that I do need for van life, Um, it's coming really quick. We got July, August, September, October, and then I gotta be out, and all of October, I'm going to save all of October. but. I've really only got three months, and then all of October, so it's really kind of worrying me a little bit, I'm not going to lie, but I'm going to try to save as much money as I can. I'm going to be like nickel and diming it. I'm going to cut back on drinking beer. Um, I'm going to stop smoking cigarettes. And I'm going to start buying, spending my money on uh, food like fresh foods. You know, like salads and kale and leafy greens and spinach and you know, mushrooms and start eating a little bit healthier and fresher every week. And I'm going to make this uh, transition this next Thursday whenever I get paid. I'm going to go to the store. So, we're going to see how it goes. I feel like I'm going to be eating a lot of salads. In my opinion, I'm going to be eating a lot of leafy greens. But I still need to have money to buy proteins as well. So we're going to see how this works. I don't know. Hmm. Man, those Goose Islands were going down way too smooth. So, pretty much anybody that's listening to this, you can, uh, get a hold of me, uh, I know there's some people on here that listen that are on Facebook that I know, and you can get a hold of me, and, uh, <clears throat> if I don't have anybody that's a deckhand by then, or if I do end up getting a girlfriend or whatever by then, you can still tag along, but put in your application, I mean put it in early because it's gonna make a difference if I uh, get my boat five years from now and then work on it for five years and you know ten years from now you'll have the first spot on there and we can travel the world together so um, uh, it sounds like a far-fetched dream but that's what I'm planning on doing so I know it sounds corny, it sounds crazy, but put in your application now to be a deckhand, because I'm only going to have one. So there's only going to be one deckhand. I'm not going to need five. You know, I'm going to need somebody to help me put the sails up and down, and make sure that when I'm sleeping that the ship's running fine, and vice versa. Um. So I'm only going to need one deckhand. And if I can't find anybody by then, I'll go and search out somebody. So it would be really good, if you do know me and you're listening to this, to uh, get a hold of me. Because it could be your one-way ticket to be able to see the world. honestly well I'd like to stay on here and make a third segment tonight for this podcast, I've already made two but I think I'm going to call it a night yeah, it's been kind of a long day I finished drinking this beer and uh, I'm gonna cook this pizza and I'm gonna watch some uh, videos. So, anyways, uh, yeah, life's been crazy. I've been thinking about a lot of different shit, Um, and life doesn't really get any easier. So, I'm going to still continue thinking about shit. So, like I said, anybody that wants to be a deckhand that's listening to this, that knows me, better get a hold of me. You better contact me. Because there's only going to be one spot. So, I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to see everything do it as cheaply as possible <laughs> anyways i'm gonna get off here get something to eat go to sleep mm-hmm. till the next one see jizzle and the whistle signing off deuces